Yeah! Get your votes in for the Travis and Sliwa, the show of the year, the host of the year on Sliwa, man of the people, producer of the year, associate producer of the year, associate, that's how I like to say yep. it, associate producer of the year. Best chef, best, best chef. athlete. <laughs> yeah, best pickleball team. We already won Best that. pickleball team. Where's your trophy? Um. So when you walk into the condo complex, right, the first thing, there's double doors that you walk into. There's a little lobby there. Sure. And that lobby's got all the mailboxes, and then there's a door that has all the mail. When you walk into that lobby, there's one shining light, and it's the first thing that you see, and it's on kind of a – it's about maybe six feet up, so it's the first thing you see when you walk into the condo complex, which has a couple hundred units. It's like the Lombardi Trophy. It's on display for everybody that comes into your facility to kind of gaze I do a tour with it, too. Every it's other like weekend, the Stanley Cup. Every, every resident gets it for a week. <laughs> every other weekend, I take it somewhere. Yeah, so ran into. In other uh, words, you don't know where it is. <laughs> it's here. Oh, it's still. You never still, brought it home. That's in the locker. You don't want to get cocky. You no, know, I just want. want I want motivated. anytime I need it. I need to. I need to be able to go to it immediately. I see. I see. Ran into a uh, mace in the restroom. Mm. Always an interesting conversation. The restroom chat. Mm-hmm. You know, because he was basically done and I was just going, but then we're still sparking a conversation. said a lot of good sports topics today. He said, yep. And then he said something about only so much you can get out of the LeBron. Um, is he going to retire? I said, well, we tried that. We, we, we did that did a little that bit earlier. Minutes. Yeah, we got a little bit Maybe out of it. Maybe he's been attacked by an eagle. And then it was... All right, man. Seen a little. We both went our separate ways. Maybe look. I, we Love should, the small talk bathroom chat. It's always awkward. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Don't. <laughs> yeah, but that's even more hey, awkward, quite say, frankly. Yeah, you can't you can't do anything because because we're we're pulling up. It's like uh, it's like pulling up to a parking spot and you recognize the person next to you. You have to acknowledge that the person is there. You know, it's your little peace sign and head yeah. wherever you go. Hey, how you doing today? Good. All Good. Right, see you in a bit. I, that's kind of the extent of it. But that's more if. They're walking out. There was still, if there's, if you're going to be in the restroom together for th- over 30 seconds, you can't just say, hey, and there's still 28 seconds left to go before they leave. Yeah, I'm okay with that. You have to acknowledge the other person. It can't be, we can't live in Emily's world where all courtesies are just completely discarded. Okay, we're but- all putting on airs here, guys. We no. all don't want to talk to the people next Emily, to us in the bathroom. Talking. It's just an acknowledgement of another human being yeah. in the same space. But you so don't have to the, do remember, this. Remember the last time? show yeah, but- of talking about, oh, can we talk about LeBron for five minutes or not? You know, like, I, mean, I don't we're know. We're getting some content out of it now. <laughs> I, think it, I think it helped us. See, um, hear ima- the other side. Imagine a world where Emily's rules were so implemented okay remember she was saying she doesn't want the door somebody to keep the door no, no, hold the door no open because then she has to hurry and it's come the, it's the grease for society is it absolutely the most important thing in the world no but it just makes everything but it all doesn't mean anything sure it does because it doesn't we don't we're all pretending here guys no we're not when I see you in the morning and I say, hey, Em, or I say, hey there, or good morning, it means but that's that's nice not even. I don't even think that's a good example. You think it's pretending when somebody holds the door open for you? It's pretending that we want to do this, that we want to have the small talk in the elevator. And what stuff. if it's a good feeling to hold the door for somebody else? What if so I can walk away feeling some like, hey, I kind of feel good that I did that? is coming towards the door okay, and different. I stand there to hold it if open for her, I'm doing people. it for myself. I don't even think it has to be an old lady in a walker. Then of course it doesn't. But yeah. I'm just saying that if we just all went about our business with just our interests in mind, that that would be awful. Well, this is why I th- see things in first person when I, I have my memories. So. See, and when she first me, she erases all the other people in the picture. Now <laughs> it's like that commercial with Giannis where they erase the guy on the basketball court. Without running into Mace in the restroom, we would have had five minutes right here. You and you know what? We might bring it up in crosstalk. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know if we need to continue the bathroom portion of the. Well, conversation. I want him to tell his Nobody side of the story. Nobody wants to talk to anybody in the bathroom. Like I, I think that yeah, bathroom but, is okay. a weird place to talk to someone. But it would be like if I, if I hadn't seen Al all day. Yeah. And for just whatever reason, we both find ourselves in the men's room at the same time, yeah. and I just didn't acknowledge that I saw you. That's weird. Yeah, hey, up. man. And then That's, that continues on. Yeah, okay, but, that happens but, on on the side over there, which yeah. we're not interacting all day with everybody from the marketing side, right? Right. Okay, you go to the restroom. There's a good chance you might see one of them in there. Do we just not even? No, of course. Say not. nothing. Hey, Ron. Kent, how you doing, buddy? Everything good? Also, you're night? the actor yeah. using the restroom. We high five. Talk to anybody else? High five there. 
It's a little, maybe it's a little different You're for men. You're high-fiving someone in the act of doing the restroom? No, not, but but we are standing right next to each other, and it's kind of hard to not yes. have a conversation. Ladies don't have that problem. Yes, they have the doors. Yeah, they're, everything they're closes. We're area. open. We're just kind of standing there. What's up? How you doing? You talk in the bathroom, 877 <laughs> Yeah, I, I like that. I like that. 877-710-ESPN. There is some bad. There's, there's just the grease that makes society uh, work a little bit. There, there's too much. I, I agree that sometimes it can go a little fur. Like Good if, old bathroom etiquette. If you're staying in there and go, so what you make for dinner last night? That's weird. But just good morning, how you doing? That seems all right. Hey, you're not like scrolling through your says, phone, oh, showing photos and That's this. Fine. It can end right there. It can end right there. Yeah, I, I think she just doesn't like, she thinks it's very fake. Is that right? Is You think it's just fake? Yes. yes. You would rather have the good morning, hey, good to see you. And just have it end right. You'd rather skip that yes. entire thing. That, that's weird. Sometimes that's that not. Sometimes that's okay. But I'm not going to do that nearly as many times as I'm going to have a little bit of small. Unless talk. I have something to actually say to you, and wow. I know you. Here we Grace. <laughs> just all right. I'm gonna okay. just, I'm just going to wait to be spoken to. <laughs> you will speak when spoken to and not a moment before. And if you speak, shut the hell up. <laughs> yeah, it better be good. It better be interesting to me. All right, um, the Nuggets and the Heat get going tomorrow night, game one. Stan Kroenke is about to add an NBA championship, potentially, mm. to a Super Bowl from a couple of years ago, yeah. the Stanley Cup from just one year ago. We talk, you know, head coaches right, and players yep. and all these things. The Avs and the Rams both collected trophies. The Nuggets are on the doorstep of getting another Heavy favorites, trophy. too. Right, third highest favorite ever, M? Is, is that, that what it, what it is? Yeah, I think that they're the third that there was the um, Warriors over the Cavs a couple of years ago, and it was the um, Spurs over the Cavs, LeBron's first time. First year, yep. And both of those ended in sweeps, right? So take it for what it's worth, but they're in that category of team. Kroenke doesn't say a whole bunch. He's not super public as far as like doing interviews and whatnot. Which I like. But my goodness, man, if we talk about ownership being essential to the success of your team and at least setting the tone, that dude's got it. We, we never talk about Stan Kroenke. We, we don't build SoFi, but this is a guy that's going to th – in three different sports, it's not like he stumbled into a Michael Jordan and they're just racking title. It's a Stanley Cup, it's a Super Bowl, and it's a potential NBA Finals. That's pretty remarkable. So, uh, listen – there are a lot of different types of personalities in ownership, okay? The new owner that just came in for the Phoenix Suns, Matt Ishbia. Ishbia. I think that's the name. I already know who he is. He's already had an incident with Jokic, right? He's already said Flopped. that. Right. <laughs> he's already kind of talked about um, he does not have a good relationship at all with Dan Gilbert, the no, owner of the Cavs. Fired Monty Williams. Fired, Fired Monty Williams. But I already know so much about this guy. Right, that there's certain person he's out there. It's the same thing as um, as Mark Cuban when Cuban came in. Kind of actually similar age-wise when they came in. The Jazz had a new owner, I think a year ago or so, and he's 40-something years old. I haven't heard a peep out of him. I, I don't care what kind of personality that you have. There's the Jerry Jones of the world. There's Dr. Jerry Buss the way he did it. But I think there is something to the Cronky falls under a profile where it's incredibly quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not looking for a microphone or a camera every single time. It's funny, in the two games, the Lakers played the Nuggets in L.A., Kroenke was right there. He's sitting uh, uh, courtside, or at least, I don't know if he's sitting courtside, but he was courtside during some moments where Michael and I pregame would talk about him and said that Bomber makes it, makes it look like he has, he's poor and he has no money because we were talking about how much money Bomber has. Yeah. Um, whatever the personality is of an owner, I don't think matters. But damn, is that ball or two when you don't really say much, you're quiet, and your your teams are productive, your teams are making it happen. I mean, I, I wasn't even putting the pieces together. I forgot that Avalanche won yesterday. Yeah, that's right. Stan Kroenke, the Rams, that was just and accomplished. His, uh, lacrosse team. In yeah. their first year, in their first year at SoFi. And now you got potentially the, the Denver Nuggets. That's that's incredible. I think personality does matter. I don't think it matters that for, for instance, Dr. Buss had a ginormous personality, right? I mean, he's showing up to games. He's the life of the party. That, like, he, he was a, But he stayed out of the way when it came time to do basketball stuff. He empowered really smart people, Jerry West, Pat Riley, who, to you guys go do this. 
And if, when it comes time to, for a decision to be made, let me know and I'll get involved. But he wasn't a wallflower. He was all around town. You didn't have to look far to find Dr. Buss, right? He was front and center. He was a very popular, successful owner. Then there's Artie Moreno, who's not public at all, hmm. but is so deeply involved in the minutia of running the team that he's in the way. It's the reason Albert Pujols and Josh Hamilton and all these crazy deals get done because he wants it. It's his team. It's his right to do it however he wants, but they're in the way. Dan Snyder is not super public. He's in the way. Jerry Jones, super public. He's in the way. Yeah. Stan Kroenke is quiet and private, but more than anything else, he's not in the way. Hey, Les Snead. Hey, Kevin Demoth. You guys run this thing. Best leaders. And go do it. Best leaders. That's what Dr. Bust the did. stadium. Mm-hmm. Right? Bob Kraft is not a wallflower, but he's a pretty darn good owner. Put the best people guys, in the right position. Go right? get the job done. That, it's probably more important. The Dodger guy, right? Mark Walter, who owns this team and the head of, of that group. Not particularly public, but you know that he's willing to do whatever it takes to, to win. He went out and said, who's the best executive? Andrew Friedman? Let's go get that guy. You need to spend money on this guy or the other guy? Yep, we'll do it. They'll sign off on it. There's not one way to do it other than hire smart people and get out of the way. And Kroenke's got that part figured out. Not And, and very few people do. I just want to see, because this was all Michael talked about in the game where we saw Kroenke there. Kroenke's worth, how many billion do you think he's worth? It's not crazy crazy. It's less than $20 billion. Twelve. $13 billion. Okay. How much do you think Steve Ballmer's worth? Uh, that one's crazy. Like two hundred? Hundred and two billion. Yeah. That seems like a lot. So I, I just we we kept we couldn't get off of like when Bomber looks at Kronky, is he like, do something with your life? <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> is it do you work? I don't know. You might Look have at the Roy friend. kids the same way. Isn't Kronky's wife nearly as wealthy as he is? Because she's because a, Walton, she's a right? Walmart heiress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She she she's part of the Waltons that created Walmart. Well, that's not gonna help. Now they're looking at Bomber. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know. Like maybe his twelve billion is both of their net worths combined. I don't know. I don't but know also, remember when uh, Roman brought uh, Roman Roy from Succession and bought the soccer team, but he meant to buy the soccer team that his dad loved growing up, and then bought a different soccer team, and then it was a whole thing, and had to pretend to like the team. Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds like is that before or after he blew up that rocket? <laughs> It was, I think, season one. So. <laughs> that was yeah. a great scene, too, where it's just like, it was kind of that, ooh. I think it was <laughs> right before they got into that situation yeah. in the Middle East uh, yeah. where they had to be sequestered for about for a while. Yeah. She's worth $9 billion. Only 9 So mm-hmm. together, 21 So they mm-hmm. still, they're still getting lapped by uh, Balmer. Pathetic. That's what are they doing with their lives? 12 and $9 billion. What the hell does that even mean? <laughs> means they can do whatever they want. How much means is they ten, can win the NBA championship. How much $10 million is? The Super Bowl, the Stanley Cup. They don't have a World Series. They're kind of, you know, what are they up to? Get the get your hands on the Rockies, Cronkies. I know I know that you got a lot of those Colorado connections. Yeah, hey, you'll have that guy kick me out of my seat with nobody around me. <laughs> he would have let you sit there, Al. He would have let you have a good time. All right, third of the way, done with the uh, Major League Baseball season. Who's the MVP of the Dodgers? Who's the LVP? And I want you to try to find an MVP for the pods, too, Slee. That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs because right now new customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $2,500. Visit FanDuel.com slash play and get a no-sweat first bet up to $2,500. Wow, FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, permitted parishes only. Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Wyoming, or West Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable site credit that expires 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-877-770 stop in Louisiana, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in New York. Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789, 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, 
Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. If you wanna live. Emily brings up a good point that my Silverado is very much man of the people. Just, you know, you need help moving this weekend, Slee? I'll swing by, throw your dining room table in the back of the Silverado. We'll get a couple of cold beers afterwards. That's very man of the people. Like a rock. <laughs> what can you ask for there? Gates suited up. Oh wow, it's looking sharp. Over you got there. nothing Fancy on my Silverado. Aids. Looking sharp over there. You just you moved no, on. No, no, so I didn't. I didn't. Just I, I looked like in my eye and I just me. saw Yates. Do you have an interview? A trial? What are we talking about here? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm such a slob. Apparently that. No, you look sharp, brother. Every time I put on a blazer, people assume that something has gone wrong I, in my life that I have to. No, it's because it's colorful. Because it's here. You put a blazer. If if you put a blazer on here and you're coming to the studio, everybody's gonna be like, "What's going on?" Sure. That's fair, you know? but again, your boy is fly in these streets on a regular basis. Just because I don't show it in this station doesn't He's mean putting it's on not the gear real. outside. We're gearing up for Mandy's. I got to remind y'all that my of what? repertoire <laughs> is deep when it comes to these fashion streets. Oh. I know you guys aren't looking forward to the award show as much as some people are, but I'm <laughs> what excited. What do you mean? Do you, rock, do you rock Kirkland gear? Oh, bro. Mowing the lawn? Can't get any better clothes than at Price okay. Club. Okay, all right. Club. I called it Cut Price Club because I'm that old. But yes, yes Costco, yes, old you know, school. same difference. But they yeah. have suits? Kirkland? <laughs> do they? No. no I don't I know. Maybe I don't, they buy do. I don't think I've ever seen I don't a suit actually buy my Costco. clothes at Costco. But I'll tell you buddies, in two weeks they will have suits yeah. <laughs> at Kirkland. <laughs> one of my buddies, he like exclusively wears Costco uh, sweatshirts like that say Kirkland, signature Kirkland. It's great. They're good, incredible They're bit. good sweatshirts. Yeah, I they are. You they're... buy pants at Costco, though, don't you? I might have a pair or two of pants <laughs> at Costco. I do. I, he I'm goes, ashamed to say. He goes socks, underwear, yes, yes. pants, sweater, yes, yes. frozen chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I, have a, I have another friend who takes a lot of Rotisserie pride chicken. in his ability to walk into a Costco, eyeball his size of pant, and he does this like once, three times a year, he says, and he just goes in, whap, swaps them out. They're like the only pair of pants he owns. It's crazy. <laughs> They're good. Why are you? Uh, you're just because, or are you just feeling it? TV Tele- today. Television's Clinton Yates. Yeah. Being television's Clinton Yates. That's all. How are you guys doing? Well, doing you just good. you just kind of threw me for a curveball, and you said we're not looking forward to the Mandy's. Why do you think we're not looking forward to the Mandy's? I've been listening to the show. There's been a lot of belly aching about who's going to win what, and so on and so forth regarding the people aw- regarding awards. I'm rooting for you guys. You guys are my favorite show. We've been belly aching now. No, I I think. Here's the thing. We we complained. We didn't really complain, but we didn't do enough. Certainly didn't do enough last year to just get one, at, at least just promote ourselves. Sure. And then we said, come leading into this year, that, oh, we'll do it a little bit differently. We didn't do anything differently. So we basically just lied to ourselves that we were going to do something different. But <laughs> today, <laughs> today, we have been promoting to go vote because it's the last day and most people procrastinate. I procrastinate. So sure. if we can get them to just vote today, then I think we're I think what we're you fine. guys need to do is have like a team stunt at the Mandy's. We're like, forget the awards. They're going to know y'all are there because something went down that you guys engineered. Nothing foul play wise. Yeah. Slap. You know what I'm saying? Nothing ridiculous. <laughs> no, no, no. Nothing violent. But something that just reminds everybody, oh yeah, you don't want to vote for us? Well, Guess what? Well, people know. Our presence pe- is felt. People know when it comes to pranks and stuff like that. <laughs> T-Raj, that's his I'm your man. thing. I'm your man. That's his Prankster. thing. He yeah. has an account that we don't know about on TikTok. <laughs> Where it's just, just him Trav's pulling pranks. bits on people. Burner. I would love it. I would love it. Are you excited? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking. I had such a good time. Like, other than not winning anything, right. it was great. It wasn't. You I did had, win something. You got to go up on stage and accept something. You were. Uh, yeah, but it wasn't every man. It was. It was an acknowledgement of my existence. It was. <laughs> it was. It was, it was much, a participation trophy. Yeah, it, on it, was, some it was much like you acknowledging that person's TV list. I acknowledge yes. that your list existed. That's what my uh, the the hat tip in my direction was. 
I got to do something for that guy. So I will say this, Al, so, because it's different than last. The first one was it was a Friday, right? Because we was. broadcasted we all, did a show. We, we did we broadcasted all day, yeah. and then the show started. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a different vibe going in on a, on a Saturday game. You know what I mean? It's a little True. Little, little different in terms of what the pregame routine is like. Yep. How you lead up to that? Nobody's coming Trust off me. work. They're chilling. Yeah. Right. Some people are gonna. Let's just say. The engines will probably be running a little hotter by the time the show starts than I think it, they were. I don't think there's any question. Yeah. I, I think because there's, there'll be, I don't know if a literal, but at least a metaphorical tailgating component <laughs> prior to the actual I'm event. passing out by 7, 100%. Yeah. Where's Al? He's in the bathroom again. I mean, no. and I'm not just talking about us. I'm talking about in general, everybody. The right. The, also, the listeners and everybody because else. Be safe. Get there. Get, take an Uber. Be safe. Yeah. But yes. Because there's also a, a hotel on the premises. Yeah. Right. There'll be, you know, you can reach a little farther into your bag, you know what I'm saying, because <laughs> you don't have that far to go. That you bag know? is going to be wild, zipped <laughs> yeah. all the way open and the sides pulled apart. The whole thing, you know, right? so. Do you want to play out the bathroom etiquette of Emily's etiquette, our etiquette, <sighs> what the proper etiquette is when you're in a restroom? Knock yourself out. All right. So, Ran into Mace in the bathroom. <laughs> Mace probably bottom one tier people I'd want to run into in the bathroom. <laughs> no, it was fine. You know, nothing crazy. Um, he's leave. He's kind of finishing off. I'm just getting there. Quick little conversation. How's it going? Yeah, light sports stops. Hey, yeah, yeah, kind of a couple quick little conversations. I've seen a little bit, and then that was it. He went a separate way. I went my separate way. Emily thinks that that's not the proper etiquette in a restroom. There should be really no conversation in a bathroom. I'm doing your business. I'm closer to Emily okay. on this. But I want to paint a picture for you. Okay. Okay. I, I'm in there. I'm washing my hands. You walk in. Do you completely pretend that you don't see me? Or do you say, hey, Trav. Uh, I mean, if you're... Okay, first, there's there's many, that. many layers to this. Number one, if you are at said instrument, you're no conversation. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Now hand washing. Okay, you're, at gonna, hey, hand you're, hand you're at the urinal. You're at the urinal. You're at the urinal. You're at the urinal. This is like what happened at the Mandy's. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no. Yeah. Please. So, so I think if you make eye contact, there is something to be said. But I also avoid eye contact in the bathroom. You have to make eye contact, but you just know it's the person. Exactly. Like, I didn't. I never looked at Mace in the eye. It's so So, weird to be in a bathroom talker with somebody. And I'm not saying that, look, if the door's closed and I recognize your shoes, I'm not saying anything (laughs) to you. Okay, that's a different scenario to all of this. And that's every scenario for Hey, Yates, what'd you have for lunch? (laughs) I'm not doing that. But what I am doing is if you're washing your hands and I'm walking in or walking out, What's up, Yates? Yeah. Okay. Okay. There's gonna how be you something. doing? That's fine. I'm also throwing in a how you doing. How you doing in yeah. a bathroom? I'm yes. not really stopping for the answer. I'm saying <laughs> it on the way out the door. Then why are you saying it? Because so there's not that awkward nope. moment where to be, we say, hey, man, To hey, be man. fair, and this, is, this relates back to the Mandy's. Bathroom etiquette varies wildly for a lot of different people. And I remember at the Mandy's last year, I had to go. The process was going on, and I just walked straight to the bathroom. I said, a lot of traffic on the base paths in here. Somebody get out of the way. I got to do something. And somebody gave me their place in line and just stepped away. They had not yet Television ag- addressed. Clinton Yates needs access to the potty. Get out of my way. Potty. <laughs> I tried to like, I tried to break it up with that joke and it kind of worked. People laughed and just said, oh, good. okay, go in. So, yeah. I think acknowledgement is fine. Saying, hey, hey, man, hey, man. That's it. Right. Yeah. We don't what about what putting your arm cares. around the person's shoulder? I don't get. I don't. No. I, I I know a lot of people also who are like inclined to like have conversations in the bathroom. No, like I don't in do general. That. And I'm like, yo, bro, no. no, we can't. We can't chalk talk whatever you saw me talking about on <laughs> on the radio or whatever. Like, no, just leave that for outside of the door. There is some Mandy's going on there, like where you, you know, because look, oh, having a few beers, relaxing, yeah, yeah. having a good time, and you. You know, nature calls, you go in there, and they do want to chop it up in there. And quite frankly, I'm here for it. Right. I don't mind. The Mandy's, the Mandy's is the one place yeah. I'll allow people to have, con- you know, considerable conversations. As a the man of the people, wherever, whenever, yeah. just let's talk. Let's get to know each other. <laughs> let's, let's just make really, sure you wash your hands. Really yes, kind of peel that onion nice. and, and get to the bottom. No, of but I, I'm this. going, I got my I got my outfit set for the Mandy's. I'm pretty, pretty pumped. You're ready? Yeah, I'm Go. ready. I'm going same theme, different pieces. So okay. we're returning to the all-white look. Okay. But we will have a different ensemble is what hey, we're doing. Going to a garden party or something? 
No, but that's just what I kind of went with last year, and I figured to make it easier on myself. Might as well I, I am going the with the literal exact same thing I, <laughs> I had, had last feeling. year. May, may, maybe be, a slightly, like, maybe a different shirt. I'll no, just a, a pocket square. It's not even going to be I'll a different shirt. It's going to be a different belt. Yeah. That's it. That's the only no, difference. Something I only have one anyway. that's not look like it's been put through the ringer, literally. <laughs> I would my, be... my belts have like a, you know, like when they in, you live, you've lived in a cold environment, yes. right? Where they they, yes, they shrink expand, and they, yes. they, they heat it expands it colds it contracts and it cracks and it breaks and it looks terrible. That's every belt I've ever had. <laughs> the expansion and contraction of those belts. Every belt looks like a baseball glove. Yeah, they do not look great. <laughs> I've got one that is Buy still one. one piece. If you came in in anything other than what you wore last year, I would kind of be like, eh, that's not the Trav I know. Yeah. Who is that guy? It'll be good. What'd you do with Blue the Blue shirt, gray suit, having a great time. Right. That's how it's going to go. The Angels have hit 1,400 feet of home runs today. Oh, my gosh. What's the score? <laughs> They're actually winning, okay. unlike last night where Otani hit a home run. Okay. Uh, two for Otani today, one at 425, another at 478, and Trout has thrown one in there as well at 476. Yeesh. So that would be 1,379 feet of home runs from two guys. Quick yes or no question before I get out of here. Do you want J.D. Martinez in the home run derby? Sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. I do too. No harm, yeah. no foul. Yeah. Represents the well, team. Some people believe in the messes up your swing I, I, for the I second half. Yada, yada. Absolutely. If the player is good with it, knock yourself out. If the player's like, you know what, I really don't think that's going to help my team, that's fine too. Okay. But J.D. Martinez, if he comes and hits three home runs in the second half, I know what I'm blaming. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know where I'm pointing. You got to have a jersey that says "Just Dingers" on the back if you do that. Okay, I, was he teammates with another Martinez at some point, and that he just decided that JD Martinez is going to be on I all don't, my jerseys? I think I think it might have been in college though. Multiple Martinez, yeah. Like I don't think it was in the big because he's always been JD Martinez. Yes, but that's it, what I'm saying. Like if you're going to go through all that, you might as well put Just Dingers on it, it at this it, point. You well, know? Let's, I go back to the early late 70s, early 80s with the Rams and the Youngblood brothers <laughs> were on the Rams, and it said Jack Youngblood that's, and Jim Youngblood. Mm, it's great. Like I don't know. It's just they, their numbers are different. We could probably figure it out. Vida Blue did that. He put his first name on the back of his jersey. Ichiro, the late great. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. Anyway. Also, by the way, that's uh, Shohei Otani's longest career home run. The one he just hit. The, okay, the one he hit in Baltimore the, the other one. night was stupid. A bomb. Yes. Yeah. The one he hit last night in Chicago was stupid. That's what he does, man. That's what he does. Did you guys do a blue review yet? Yeah. Did All right, Tub. We talked about that. That's why I brought it up. We talked about okay. JD and uh, some other stuff. So. All right. Yeah. You're going to be talking about Otani a lot next yes. year. Yes. Just going to throw that out. Pop. Possible, possibly true. Likely? I don't think likely. I still think people are sleeping on Seattle, man. We've talked about this before. He's, he's held his ground yeah, on that one. Like, I, it, I really it, believe They're that. in the mix. Yeah. They're, they're definitely in the mix, but I think that they're a distant not first. Mm, okay. I, think the, I think the leader in the clubhouse is way out in front. All right. We'll go back to the Dodgers here in a sec. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hey, you looking for that new Silverado? Only one place to go. Rotolo Chevrolet in Fontana. Fantastic deals on Silverado crew cabs. And it is official 13 years in a row. Dealer of the year at Rotolo Chevrolet. Think about it. No one's ever won MVP 13 years in a row. 13 championships in a row. That's basically what Rotolo has done. Dealer of the year 13 years in a row. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza. The number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Year after year after year, they lead the nation in sales volume. And you only do that one way, by taking care of people, by giving them great vehicles at great prices with transcendent customer service. And that's what they do at Rotolo Chevrolet over and over and over again. Go see what all the fun is about at Rotolo in Fontana, right off the 210 freeway, Sierra Avenue exit, and tell them that Travis sent you. Now yeah. that's it's, yeah. it's Costco, drinking a dog, buck and a half. Can't beat it. Can't beat it. Start going to Costco before games. Just get everything there. <laughs> and then just see if they have a little cardboard tray and, and, and try to walk through the Actually, turnstile. Can you 
I know for like Hollywood Bowl, stuff like that, you can bring stuff in. What can you bring into a Dodger game? Can you bring in food or no? I don't think so. You could probably bring in a bag of food peanuts or something. I, I or like, I, I'm sure you can like baby food stuff, yeah. but like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. think you could bring, I don't know. Maybe you could bring like a sandwich or something. I, I don't know. Give it a shot. They play at one o'clock today. Drive up there with a Subway sandwich in your bag and see what happens. It's just a turkey club I picked up at Subway. <laughs> maybe, they, maybe they wave you right through. I have no idea. Dodgers have the best record in the National League. Why? Who's the most valuable player of the first third of the season for the Dodgers? Um, should I think from a pitching perspective? The problem is a lot of those guys, you know, already Julio is down. We'll see if he comes back. Dustin May, you can't make, you know, really an argument up to this case because he's on the 60-day IL. Um. Kershaw's been good, really good, not great. I start kind of leaning towards the Freddie Freemans of the world. I start leaning towards Freddie's probably the one that just kind of sticks out the most to me, the most consistent. Um, He's the vet. He's the guy that you expect to kind of deliver for you. Maybe maybe Freddie Freeman I think I would lean towards. Freeman's a good answer. Mookie's a good answer. I think the answer is Will Smith. The, The only time the Dodgers have not played well, is the time he missed. He was out. Before he went down, they were playing pretty well. The moment he came back, they took off. His influence on the pitching, the, too. All the of it. Yep. it. It solidifies the defense. It extends that lineup because when he's not in the lineup, whether it's at a DH or at a catch position, and you, and look, I like Austin Barnes, and he's very popular with his teammates. He's an automatic out. Of yeah, the he play. is. So he, it just shortens that lineup so dramatically. I think that it's got to be Will Smith. None of the pitchers qualify because none of them have been here the whole season, other than Kershaw, and he's been less than his best of late. Who's the least valuable player? Who's the guy that you're just like, yeah, that's most disappointed in? Just the guy that you thought you were going to get a little something from, and it just hasn't happened. Look, here's the problem with that. I don't know what your expectations were. Trace went through a slump, but you weren't thinking Trace is. Yeah, you're yeah. you're not thinking he's going to do something. Um, trying to think here. Julio probably. I don't think that's a bad call at all. Yeah, and and it's kind of it's it's weird because when somebody's out, you say to yourself, "Ah, right, yeah, but he's not there." But to to walk into this season and Julio's getting the ball to start out the season. And he's going to be – he's your ace. There's no question where every other season that has not been – even if he's been your best pitcher in certain years, he was not the ace coming in. It was somebody else. It was Kershaw. It was Bueller. It was Scherzer. I know Scherzer came later at the deadline. Trevor Bauer. You didn't really look at as good as Julio was, but this was kind of the year where it's – this is yours, mm-hmm. and it's a contract year, and it's your opportunity to just kind of show that you could be the leader of the Los Angeles Dodgers. I'd probably say Julio. It's a good answer. i got a different one for you, though. I think it's Alex Vezia for a very specific reason. He was terrific for them last year. Not just good. When the game was on the series, when their season was on the line last year, Alex Vezia is the guy they put in the game. Like when in San Diego Padres, but it that's started who they then put in the game, and and he did not pitch well there. Yeah. But he had earned the right to be in that spot. He mm-hmm. had pitched well for two seasons, and what he did is not dissimilar to what Will Smith did, which is just if I'm good, it pushes everybody else back. Everybody else needs to do a little bit less for a little bit shorter of a time. He's been dreadful this season to the point where they sent him down. They just brought him back last night. First game back, he was giving up dreadful. Homers, giving up everything. Yep. All, all of it. He just does not look like himself. And you see, it just puts pressure. Now you're seeing Evan Phillips in weird spots. You see Almani, Gratterall. It's just none of it kind of lines up the way that it had in previous seasons. And I really think that he's, he's a bullpen guy. You wouldn't think that he's kind of the cornerstone of what that is. But if he could pitch the sixth or the seventh inning, and then all of a sudden now I only got to cover two two guys with Evan Phillips and Gratterall or Trinan when he was around, it's just a totally different dynamic. It's a guy way down the roster, but everyone else has kind of lived up to expectations or exceeded them. He's the only one that's drastically underperformed. Yeah, already. it's funny because there are certain guys that you think can kind of carry the – Freddie Freeman's not having a season. You're like, man, what is this guy doing? You know, even though – his bad nights are better than how many other players in Major League Baseball. Even putting Julio, maybe that's not fair to put him there, but I think you had larger expectations sure. for Julio because you have such high expectations for Julio. Um, but I almost feel like with the Dodgers, you know, it's 
we're really searching. We're looking. We're lo- if you're going to poke a hole, you're, you're looking. Let's not say they're perfect. It's not to say, you know, I, I guess the bigger question is a third through the season. Do you think they'll be in the same position two-thirds through the season? I think that they'll still be in first place or close to it, if, if I can answer it like that. Because I don't think they're going anywhere. Look, look, I, 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 I think they play. The Padres are going to figure it out. They are. But it doesn't have to be like even the Padres. I wouldn't even mention the Padres because I've seen enough from that team to see and seen enough of Dodgers baseball where one team looks like it plays with edge. One yeah. team looks like it plays with a sense of urgency. One team seems like they have chemistry. One, And that is completely lost on the other side. But don't even put the Padres in the mix. Just the Dodgers doing what they've done. They got the no. best record in the NL through the first it's, third it, of the season. It's going to come back to – they're going to be in the mix. Arizona's going to come back. It, it is the Padres. That's why that that's the one team that can come get them. If they come back a little – Arizona doesn't have the horsepower to do it. They haven't been through it enough. But all of a sudden, if Miguel Vargas or, or Max Muncy or James Altman really go ice cold, if Freddie goes from instead of an 18-game hitting streak where he's got an OPS of 1,400, if he just comes back to normal Freddie, yeah. if Will Smith just comes back to normal Will Smith, they only got a game-and-a-half lead on Arizona. San Diego's been terrible. For two months, terrible, yeah. and they haven't buried them. They're they're in trouble. Don't get me wrong. Eight back, but they're not buried. They're not the Oakland A's. They're not the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah, they're not buried. They're in trouble, but they have so many good players that that's going. I I, I deeply deeply believe that that's going to turn for them. Um, some much more important news right now. Chris Martinez on Twitter. You can definitely take food in. I've taken Domino's, Firehouse Subs, Sushi Burritos. As long as the bag is clear and it's a plastic bottle Done. unopened, they do not care. Big E's talking about taking Jersey Mike's, Jimmy John's before the game. Um, looks like everybody's bringing in food. Yeah, no glass, no cans, no alcohol, but everything else is kind of free game. So it's kind of, I think, honestly, a lot of stadiums are like that. They're, but they might just like look through your food to make sure that it's not anything else. They don't say no alcohol. There, I'll just get a but... Coke bottle and I'll put... As much alcohol. What, are you going to well, taste it? No cans, so then it had to be one of those Bottle. plastic ones. Yeah, yeah, plastic bottles. Just come in with like a two-liter bottle. Say, I got a sugar fetish like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. I can't stop drinking my Coca-Cola. I need two full liters in nine minutes. I'm selling drinks oh. at my seat. Speaking of uh, the, the two-month mark, third of the season, you see what the average time of games are? What is it? 239. You know what it was a year ago? 315. Not quite, but you're really close. 306. They've taken okay. half an hour out of that. How ridiculous was we were both doing it, and then John and Steve took it to another level that you want the game to slow down. Um, I'm so used to it, I literally don't even notice a thing anymore. Whether I'm at a game, I don't notice. Whether I'm watching on TV, I don't notice. I no longer notice. There's a little bit of, you I could notice. tell the batter is kind of speeding up a little bit, get, yeah. to get back in the box. Some pitchers are quick throwing. But it hasn't affected it to where it's annoying anymore. So, so last night we're sitting there watching the game, and I said to Susan, "I said, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go up and and watch the the rest of this in bed, right?" And she goes, "Well, at least stay for the this this last inning." It took maybe three minutes. It was so fast that I think it was a six pitch inning for for uh, Gonsolin. It was a couple of fly balls and a ground ball. I'm like, "Well, there you go. There's your half inning." It, it couldn't have taken three minutes. So it's still shockingly fast at times. Even when you have long at bat. Last night, somebody for the uh, the um, the Nats had, I think, a 14 or a 15 pitch at bat. No, it was the I was watching the Angels. It was a White Sox guy. He had a 15 pitch at bat. He ended up striking out. That bat that at bat would have taken 15 minutes a year ago. It took two. So, are you done wanting to slow it down at all, or you still want that extra five Look, seconds? If the question is, can you tweak it a little bit? I would tweak it a little bit. If the question is, go back to the way it no, was. No, I'm this? saying, I'm saying. No, tweak, tweak it, it to five more seconds. I do I still you, like. I mean, it it is really quick when you're there. It, it does feel eight, really quick. Fifteen and twenty, I think, is a shade too fast. If you went to like eighteen and twenty-five, I think that's probably the sweet spot, and it probably pushes you back up to the two forties. But if we're gonna keep it, we can keep it. The dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Hey, if you get hurt in an accident, call Sweet James one eight hundred nine million. That's one eight hundred. 
888-900-0000. And when you make that call to Sweet James, here's what you're going to get. Nearly 20 years of experience. And prior to that, somebody that worked for the insurance companies, which means they know how the insurance companies operate. They know that they're not looking out for you. And that's what Sweet James is there to do for you, to make sure that your medical bills are covered, to make sure that your car is corrected, correctly fixed and fixed to your satisfaction. And of course, we're talking about that life-changing settlements. He's collected over a billion dollars in his nearly 20-year career. So if you're hurt in an accident, whether it's a car accident, a motorcycle accident, a truck accident, any sort of accident, call Sweet James. 1-800-9-MILLION. That's 1-800-9-MILLION. 1-800-900-0000. And of course, anytime you can get online at sweetjames.com and tell them that Travis sent you. Salty or sweet, Al? You got a little snack that you're just kind of feeling. You want something a little salty or a little something sweet? Easy for me, salty. Salty, okay, then you're not going to like this. Okay. Because salty has now gone sweet. The uh, Cheez-It Bowl, which is salty, will now be called the Pop-Tarts Bowl. The Cheez-It Bowl is going to be called the Pop-Tarts Bowl. Yes. Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm It out. used to be epic, too, because they had I'm these, out. like, hotels that were decorated and, like, all-out Cheez-It stuff. They used to dump Cheez-Its on the winner, uh, winning <laughs> coach, but now it's Pop-Tarts? Like, what the heck? Are you going to dump a Gatorade bucket full of Pop-Tarts? Probably. <laughs> okay, look, don't get me wrong. I'll have Pop-Tart, no problem. I'll have one, a couple of those. But here's the, let me just go back to the, the salty or sweet, right? Yeah. Man, I, I remember back in the day, like college, if I have a Cheez-It box, I have no way of stopping. Oh, you eat the whole thing. I have no way of stopping. For sure. You just kind of keep going. You keep and, it, and Sweet, I can stop. Sweet, I'm just like, no, I don't want any more of that. Salty, I'm not good with. Can I make a – I don't think this is a hot take, and I don't think it's going to be super polarizing. Pop-Tarts are great until you're about nine. Disagree. And, and then they're pretty I gross. agree. And then they're pretty gross. No, I disagree. They There's can, nothing they can keep in it. Them. Now, now Pop-Tarts, and I probably haven't had Pop-Tart in 10 years. They're that good, huh? But <laughs> not buying them, but I'm also not turning one down. If somebody says, hey, we have Pop-Tarts in the kitchen, I'll I have would a turn Pop-Tart. One down. Uh, yeah, I could easily walk away from Brian? that. You know, uh, Disneyland actually makes very good handmade, homemade. Hand pie? Yeah. Don't, well, that's okay. different. Yeah, hand pie. I, I'm it's with you for but the pie, it's like a piece it's of the same thing. Boy. They're delicious. The pop tart is stale and gross. And the the consistency, it's chalky. It's yeah. There's nope. I'm out on that. Love the chalky taste. <laughs> you should, you must have liked Fun Dip. Remember Fun Dip? Oh, those were good too. Those were they talk about chalky <laughs> though. Do you remember what that was, Al? I'm gonna look it up. I, I, Emily, I know. Do the, you know Fun yes. Dip? Oh yeah, you I look, remember Fun Dip. You lick yeah. the stick and yeah. then you put it you, in the thing. The powder yep. and then the powder gets stuck to the stick and then it, you lick the stick again. Chalky it's as a hell. Piece of chalk. Yeah. That's kind of sweet that you dip into different colored sugars mm-hmm. and it's like a shovel pixie it stick. into your mouth. Yeah, but you at least a pixie stick. You don't deliver it with another pixie stick. <laughs> this is sugar so on healthy. top of sugar. You you must have had all the good little snacks with your uh, liquor. But I had my go tos. You know, it was always kind of the same go-tos. I told you, for chips, it was always Doritos, nacho cheese, and Blue Ranch. Didn't matter which one. Cool Ranch. Uh, or Cool Ranch. Blue and then the, cool And then the, the <laughs> Snickers, Ranch, by, by the Snickers Kit Kat, Twix. It's kind of, those were all my go-tos. It's very mainstream. Oh, those was, are good. Like Pop-Tarts. Now, see, it's all, it's all coming together. Coming together. You're like that same aisle in the grocery store. You'd yeah. be a good gas station eater. No, not, not now. <laughs> Wouldn't touch any of it. You just said you like Pop-Tarts. I haven't had one in 10 years, but I liked (laughs) Pop-Tarts. Hollywood actor Al Pacino, oh my gosh, is going to become a dad again, 83. His 29-year-old partner, Noor Al-Falah, is expecting a child, according to multiple reports. 83-year-old Al Pacino about to become a dad again. Him and De Niro are going to be old fathers together. (laughs) That's pushing it. Interesting. 83 like do you go to parent teacher conferences do you show up at little league games like what do you what are you doing as because by the time okay let's say that she had the baby today yep so by the time that kid is 10 and kind of do it even eight let's give him eight he's 91 91 years old not a lot popping at 91 i wouldn't think hey dad you want to go shoot some hoops at the park at 91 he's actually the he's coach also al pacino so he's actually knows? the coach for his eight-year-old Softball, that's unlikely. baseball team. Yeah, probably not. 91. What do you do with your dad when your dad's 91 and you're eight? You sit and watch cartoons. You watch Scarface and The, and, and, <laughs> and, and the Godfather and say, oh, that's what it looked like. Wow.
Good for Al, though, I guess. Uh, HBO announces a Barry Bonds documentary is going into production. I'm in. I'm in. Do, do you know, Em, if it includes Barry's participation or not? Do you know that? I don't know that detail yet. And obviously that changes everything. If it sure it's going to be included or not. If it's also if it's like his production company or not. Like, it depends on the story that's being told. So, the... the I think that's always the most interesting. That, that's why, and don't get me wrong, I loved The Last Dance, but you knew that Michael's involvement was going to tint it in a certain light that was very pro-Michael. These things that come in that are the unauthorized version are always the ones that are more interesting to me. Like, if it's a Barry Bonds doc and Barry's like, oh, no, I have nothing to do with that, that's the one I want to so see. So that Tiger HBO doc, did you like that one, the one without Tiger? It was... Um, yes, I did. came out like two years ago? It was good. I I'd read the Armageddon, I think, wrote that book, and they turned it into a documentary, and it was really good because it wasn't just, hey, Tiger's the greatest golfer of all time. But it was everybody that that's been scorned was the ones that were interviewed. Yeah, and that, that you know, you kind of always have to put it through the filter of who that is. But do you want the authorized or unauthorized version? Unauthorized. Yeah. Yeah, it says here, too, notably Bonds is not involved in the documentary yet, but the door remains open for him. Um, so it sounds like they're going to be using diverse casts of influential figures from Barry Bonds' life and career. And the opportunity for Bonds to actively participate and share his firsthand experiences remains available. Victor Conti was that the name of the guy? The name of the guy that he used to from uh, Balco, yeah, Balco. Victor Conti, I wonder because he he he'll talk. He'll go out there and say some things. So. Yeah. Well, the guy you want to get is the trainer, Brian the one, Anderson, the one that went to jail, Greg Anderson, Greg, An- Greg yeah, Greg, something, something Anderson. Anderson, yeah, um, the one who went to jail because he wouldn't, wouldn't talk. Talk. If he talks, then you, you need got a, some. We all need a Greg Anderson in our life, whatever that guy's name is. <laughs> all, Somebody, my, all my friends would talk without <laughs> even being paid. Somebody that'll go to jail to keep your uh, business off the streets, that's a good friend. But you are right about the, if he's not involved and it's not his, yeah, you he's approving this and he's approving that, it's much better the other way. All right, Eric Spolster is talking about the finals, which start tomorrow. Quote, if Denver wants to tip this thing off at Everest, we can do that. When he was talking about a response to the elevation, the 5280 in Denver. Do you feel it when you're there, John? Yeah, and they milk it. Like, they have giant red yeah. civil defense. So you got to see this when he was there. Flashing lights that say altitude warning, altitude warning. They have the numbers fifty two eighty on the court. On the foul line, right? And they come in with a like like they play a civil defense alarm, like <laughs> warning, warning, you are at high altitude. So they try and get it into the heads of the other team. But these guys have been playing there for their whole career. Now, right. I'm not talking about the Nuggets plays. The guys in the league. Jimmy it's not Jimmy Butler's first trip. Michael to- says you'll feel it in the first quarter of the first game and then you get used to it after a while. If there's a team that doesn't give a you know what, Miami. Uh, they Jimmy, won't make any excuses. Excuse, excuse me, Slee. Slee, uh, Spolstra, I should say, also said that they might turn off the air conditioning in the Heats arena so they can suffer in the Miami <laughs> that's Heat humidity. A, well, that's an old Boston Celtics trick. Pat Riley knows that because he was on the other end of it. If you read Riley's book, The Winner Within, that he wrote when he was coaching the Lakers, he says the Celtics did they, – they would pull the fire alarm every time the Lakers stayed there. They No hot water in the in the visiting locker room. No air conditioning in the building. I mean, that's those are old Celtic tricks. But the no air conditioning in the building, isn't that just as detrimental to the guys that they're playing against? Like Dennis Johnson and Kevin McHale were still running around in Apparently, a 100-degree room. Apparently, the Celtics practiced in it. Oh, really? And the Lakers didn't. Yeah, which oh, is why – well, that was that, that 1984 finals where the Lakers lost every – they won their three games by 19 points and lost their four games by six. Well, every time the Lakers won the game, you're like, this is a mismatch, and the Celtics had to catch a break oh, one by one. in every one of those mm-hmm. games. A little disappointing, a little disappointing. Apparently, the Barbie movie, which comes out next month uh, in July, required so much pink paint that it caused an international shortage of that particular color. It's a lot of pink paint. I can't decide if I'm in or out on the Barbie movie. Get, Saw the I, trailer. Try to Looked get you okay. in. Looked okay. okay. Emily, give him the pitch. Because I said, I'm like, this sounds like the least interesting thing well, in the I world. Well, I like Ryan Gosling a lot, and I like Margot Robbie. Me too. So that's that, exactly that, what I what, said. That's what has me considering Emily, the it. the floor is yours. Okay, so one, it's directed and written by Greta Gerwig. She's fantastic. She did Lady Bird, and she did Little Women. Okay. The 2019 version. But the Barbie movie, so far, the plot that we've gotten and what has she said in interviews, Greta Gerwig, is that it's more of an exploration about the existentialism of Barbie, of like becoming sentient and becoming and dealing with. You're losing um, him, ma'am. 
Okay, yeah. well, this is the the pitch that I, I gave was you. Already, I was already out when you said Little Women. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, then I'm out. I rest my case. Mason will go. He it, goes to he goes to everything. She, you in for the Barbie movie with Margot Robbie uh, yeah, and Ryan Gosling? It's supposed to be kind of buzzy and that kind of stuff. So I'll see it. Barbie comes to life and realizes that she's being uh, sexualized. Yes. Yes. And what else? And, uh, you know, dealing with what that means to, like, womanhood and what it means also in relation to Chip to Ken what is and girlhood. Uh, Ken well, cr- was created after Barbie, so it's everything about Ken is in relationship to Barbie as, a, as opposed to, like, the other way around. Yeah. So it's going to be I'm good. I don't necessarily holding my breath or anything, but because I see everything, I will probably see it. And you're not critical either, typically. You like most things. I do like most things. I always think... You know, it takes, if you look at the credits at the end of a movie like I saw, when I saw Guardians of the Galaxy or Fast 10, I, I looked at the number of people it takes to make it and I'm like, oh, I'm not going to just uh, take a take a piss all over their work. They worked really, <laughs> they worked really hard. It took so many there's, people. There's that and then there's, yeah, I didn't really care for it. <laughs> yeah. There's there's a lot of real estate between those yeah. two things. Yeah, but I mean, there's a lot of great <laughs> actors in Barbie outside you, of Margot. Let you know how much Mason just now does not give a crap. <laughs> He, he used to lecture me. You can never mention piss. You can never mention urine. Nice. You can never mention the act of it, or I'll dump it. Will- and he would do it every time. I would say, "God, the Lakers were really pissed off last night at those refs." Mason, would go, don't you can't say it because now he just throws it out. Like, it's all right? Fine. Yeah, no, I'm fine. In fact, I was in a little bit of a bad mood today, and then I realized, you know, I I read a lot of motivational books, and one of them says, even if you're in a bad you're mood, if good you enough. if you start, you're strong enough. <laughs> Stuart Smalley. and gosh darn it. People like you. If you smile nonstop, right? If you have a big smile, you can't help but be in a good mood. So I've been smiling for the last hour, and now I feel great. Yeah, (laughs) I feel great. The greatest Stuart Smalley was when they had Jordan do it. Do you remember that one? Right. Any Michael, repeat after me. You're big. You're good enough. You're strong enough. And gosh darn it, that, that like explains me. a lot. Because when he I did ran it, he into, did it with Barkley too, and Barkley couldn't get it out. You, you just busted up laughing. When I ran into Mace in the restroom around noon, he had a big smile on his face. Yes. I didn't know why. That's I, why. I get it now. I have, it's cheered me up. We had a bathroom etiquette conversation that I was speaking of your dislike oh, of yes. certain movies. Sure, so we'll do that sure. in Super Crosstalk. It's the greatest segment in LA sports radio history. Radio history. Oh my god. When the shows come together for magic on the radio. If Bologna grows stronger. Super crosstalk. Are we ready for Mason and Ireland to join Travis and Slee? Super crosstalk begins. Super crosstalk presented by In and Out Burger. In and Out. That's what a hamburger is all about. It's time for Super. By the way, with a big smile on my face, <laughs> you look, I woo. You got a little Joker thing yeah, going on right exactly. now. I don't let's know go. how sincere let's it is, go. but it let's is a. Do this. It is a. Yeah. You know, you, we were talking about that Stuart Smalley thing. One of my great. I, I told this story on a podcast a couple months ago. One of my great regrets was that I was never able to talk Kobe Bryant into hosting SNL. They uh, asked him several times. I bet they did. And you know, LeBron did it. Jordan did it. Gretzky did it. Barkley did it. Joe Montana. Joe Montana, Wayne Gretzky, uh, they could not get Tiger, and they could not get Kobe. I get why Tiger's a no. Because yeah, me too. B- b- Same b- reason Kobe is. Oh, well, think about it. I don't know. Kobe, I think, could probably Kobe be Kobe seemed funny. to have a far better sense of humor than Tiger ever has. But in, in both cases, Kobe and Tiger, what they were great at was controlling their, their own situations. And if they agree to host mm. SNL, they can't control it. Hmm. They're at the yeah. mercy of the writers and the audience and everything else. And that, That's too bad. I think Kobe would have been great at it. Yeah, yeah me too. I do too. Me yeah. too. He, they, he, because he does have a sense of humor. He, he yeah. was a guy. And, and, and they would have been able to completely make fun of him, and he would, have, he would have let him, and it would have been great. And I kept trying to talk him into it. And he, he goes, what did he say? He goes, it's a week long commitment, and he he said, "I he goes, I'm going to go back there for a week and work 18 hours a day just to host SNL." Hell no. Okay, so you're the SNL. You and Emily are the SNL experts. 
Is the guest host that involved? I yeah. know that they go through. You, well, you're involved. And, you're involved as involved as you want to be. But they start on Monday. Could and he not just roll grind. in on a Thursday afternoon? No, they don't. No, like you have to commit to the not. week. No, you got to brainstorm. You got to work with writers. You got to do all that stuff. No, I, the host is actually really important. I've talked to a lot of people from Saturday Night Live. the The host. Uh, is key because he's the jumping off point or she is the jumping off point for all of the bits for that week and they dream up stuff weeks in advance when they know oh geez kobe bryant's gonna be okay okay i've got a good kobe bryant bit so no it's important to have them there the whole week long all right so al you want to set this up about your bathroom etiquette no, I just you know we I, I thought i explained to them that i went to use a restroom around noon okay and uh, saw you there. Yes. And kind of a quick hello. Yep. How you doing? Yep. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about how how much more we can get out of this LeBron stuff. Right? Yeah. What? Did he retire yet? No. Not, no. 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 Yet. no, no, no. And I don't okay. want to. I don't want to take any of that. Don't content take anything from our from show. Your show. Will he or won't he <laughs> could retire? It, yeah, it could happen any minute. <laughs> That's our number one. <laughs> yeah. And and then wash your hands and we'll say, all right, man, see you in a little. And that's what we had in there. And then there was this kind of. That's a lengthy conversation for a restroom stop. Uh, is it? Was no, it? I no, didn't think it, it was. was not. It was I didn't like, think it was anything hey, crazy, how right? Honestly, good. How are you? That's it, right? And they That's, just keep it moving. We kind of some small talk. We did not have not much any out there today. Talk. We well, did not, but but even what we said is a little bit of small talk. But it was that's kind of what you do when you run into somebody. The question was, is that just way too much in a restroom? Is that too much of a conversation? Emily wants zero interaction. Yes. Right. She said no. zero. No, no, I think that's fair to say, I right? That, that would be a long conversation. Hey, hey, continue on. Hey, hey, continue on is as far as you want to go. Emily would, if she could she snap wants her no fingers, meaningful conversation. She, she wants, she does not like the grease of society. The, okay. Hey, how you doing today? She, she all finds fake. it insincere yeah, and insincere. you're really not asking, so she'd rather skip the whole thing. Wow. That's really What are the rules in the bathroom? Uh, All right, I have one. Okay. No contact. No no fist bumps, no handshakes, <laughs> yeah, nothing. I, well, I agree with all that. Contact I think we can all contact in a restroom yeah. is out. Yeah. No, if I saw you in the hallway, be, if, give you a fist bump, yeah. go, hey, man, how you doing? In the bathroom, no, no, yeah, stay but, away okay. from me. No you're, contact. You're standing there. I mm-hmm. walk up and stand next to you. We're yeah. both doing what we're doing. We can have a little chit-chat, right? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 just, a, just a little. I mean, you don't want to go in depth on anything. <laughs> no, I gave, I gave during the Lakers season, I gave Trudell one of these in the bathroom. And then Trudell went out of his way to bring it up to, I think, Sedano during one of their shows. So I walk in. You know the media restroom, right? There's yep. There's just one the urinal. The hallway one. And there's a line. There's <laughs> one urinal. Yeah. And then there's the actual stall with the door. Yep. He was at the urinal, okay? And I wasn't thinking, maybe I wouldn't do this again, but I was just wasn't thinking. I was going to go in the stall. So I walked by him. Yep. As I walked by him, I said, hey, Trudell, like that. And then I went into the... Wait, you you wait, made wait. contact? You, you violated, violated contact? the rule. I, you violated the John Ireland rule? <laughs> left shoulder. Left yeah. shoulder. Okay. Just yeah. gave him a bump. Shoulder bump. One of these. The touching. Okay. And I said, hey, Trudell. Yeah. And then I went in, and there was no other conversation. And right. That was and it. And then I went this, in the door. He brought this up with Shadano? Got brought up. Yeah. And got brought yeah, up. Yeah, contact. You violated, air, you violated a rule. On the air. Yeah, yeah you violated a rule. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I have, even, I have a funny- It doesn't happen here. I have a funny bathroom story. So I, when I was at UCLA, I was part of this public service group called Blue Key. And basically, they if you need anything, if you need college students, like you're an, you're an elderly couple and you need to, you're moving and you can't lift up your couch, you, you call Blue Key. If you need, if you have a situation where you need crowd control and you just need people to stand there, Blue Key will send you 30 guys. So one year, we get asked to seat fill at the Grammys. Awesome. So there's like 30 of us and they, they bus us down to the Grammys. And Tuxi- tuxedos? Uh, we're in suits. Okay. Not tuxedos. It was the year that uh, Michael Jackson won everything, mm, and he came thriller? with Brooke Shields wow. and, and uh, Bubbles the Chimp. <laughs> and for some reason, Emmanuel Lewis was involved. I, yes, he I, was also yeah, there. I, yes. For some reason. Yeah. Okay. So I I go to the bathroom, I'm, I'm and, and the, the rule was, okay, so they didn't want to come back from commercial and have empty seats. So if we saw an empty seat, they there was a seating chart. And somebody would say, hey, Ireland, uh, Bubbles the Chimp is not there. Go fill that seat. So I would go sit in the seat. And then as soon as Michael Jackson came back, as soon as I saw him coming back, I would get up and leave. So I'm, I'm in and out, in and out. And I go to the bathroom. 
and Rodney Dangerfield's in the bathroom. And I figure, I'm in the urinal next to him. I go, it's Rodney Dangerfield at like the height of his popularity. So I got to say something to him. And he had just got done presenting a Grammy with Cindy Lauper okay. at the height of her weirdness, like with the purple hair and talking with the high voice. And so just to make conversation, I say to Rodney Dangerfield, hey, Rodney, you were up there with kind of a wild one, huh? And literally... On cue, he goes into his act. Wild, who was she wild? Let me tell you. And he, and he starts, you know, he starts riffing while he's going to the bathroom. I go, I, I, I this was before cell phones. Was I can't believe I that's can't amazing. record this. Yeah, that's, that's funny. And he just went. And it, by the way, I washed my hands. He was still going. I go, have a great night, man. See ya. So, uh, you, you guys may have been. Remember those crazy Christmas parties that Premier Radio Networks used to throw? Oh yeah, oh yeah, really, really have, nice parties. Yeah, big right? we, we we have a, a couple of stories from those. There's <laughs> one I can tell. Um, we're it's at the uh, Beverly Wilshire Hotel. I wonder very, if this very is nice. Not not the Beverly Hills Hotel. No, the Bever- one I was uh, Beverly Wilshire. Okay, go ahead. The Beverly Hills one was. The, yeah, I think I know which one you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, I know that one. So at the Beverly Wilshire. Um, Fox Sports was also having their holiday party in a separate ballroom at the same time. Got it. So I go to the men's room, and I'm standing there, and if, you know, somebody comes up next to you and, and, and starts to do their thing, and I look, and it's Jimmy Johnson, the football coach. Okay. Okay. And, and you know, Jimmy's got the perfectly coiffed yep. hair, right? Just not a hair out of place, the whole thing. And so we finish up. We're both washing our hands at the uh, – the sink. There's a third guy there who I didn't know, and Jimmy dries his hands and puts the towel in the trash, and then very deliberately, yeah, carefully, sure. puts everything back where it's supposed to go, and walks out of the room. The third guy who looks at me goes, "That was amazing." <laughs> <laughs> we saw Jimmy Johnson smooth his hair in the bathroom. Yeah, there. it was yeah. Uh, it was a good moment. Which premiere story are you thinking of? Um, uh, he's talking about the premiere story where the guy yelled. Uh, where the guy's girlfriend, or maybe his wife, stood uh, up. Greg Kitchen, who is like the greatest guy in the world that ran the premiere. Best. He is, he is nice really man. one Very of the nice best man. guys in radio ever. And I think still manages Jim Rome in some way, shape, or form. And a handful of others. Yeah. 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 So Craig stands up, and there's probably 300 people in the ballroom. It's like every, every branch of premiere radio. <laughs> is in, and Craig goes, we have had a spectacular year and it's thanks to all of you and uh tonight this is on us and they were doing a drawing and they gave a couple of uh room at the hotel he goes empty the mini bar do whatever you want and he goes he goes i just really want to thank everybody for all your hard work and this woman stands up and goes if it has such a good year why don't you pay the producers more oh, no. oh yeah and the and I think her name was Nicole, Craig's assistant, just locks eyes oh, on this good. woman. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh, dear God. <laughs> How do we? Ha-? And I look over at the producer who we all knew, and he's like, I can't control her. Yeah, no. She, know? He was just like, he's I'm like, he's, yeah, his hands are up in hands the air. Hands are up in the air. Like, like I don't blame. And, this isn't me. This is her. And she's, Nicole's <laughs> connecting the dots. And we came back the next day, and that uh, that was on a Saturday, and on Monday, that producer hey, no longer worked at the network. It was such a good year. Why do you lay people off? Why do you pay off producers more? Maybe save that for another day. Yeah, another day. Another <laughs> day. Don't do that at the Mandy's. Did, yeah. Don't do that. It debuted last night. I haven't seen it yet. It's on my DVR. I'm going to watch it today. Did either one of you guys see the 30 for 30 on American Gladiators? No. I cannot wait to see that. Yeah. How I, good does that look? Do you, guys, do you remember that show? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm so excited to see the behind the scenes of that because it must have been an absolute nightmare. Oh, yeah. With dealing with all of the gladiators that were all. I'm sure there were no steroids involved. Well, in one of the trailers that came out, it goes, well, you know, of course it was just assumed that everybody would be on steroids in these things. Yeah. But did you guys get into that? Oh, my goodness. What happened? I'm wow. so proud of you. I'm sorry, bro. I am so proud of you. I'm sorry, man. He got so, me back. I'm Please sorry. Just hit him with a I'm glass sorry. of water. No, yes. I have. Here's I a am, different shirt. No, here's no, your shirt. I am, I I'm am sorry. So proud of you. I had to do it. Oh, you go, absolutely man. had to do it. I was expecting it at the Mandy's. And no. it was a great sneak attack. Yeah, excellent. Not at the Mandy's. By attack. the way, sneak I am attack. drenched. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, he got did you. Did you know it was coming? I had no idea. Slee, when did you make the decision? Uh, last night. Last night. <laughs> last night. <laughs> yeah. That did you, did you was... talk it over with Lady Slee? Talked it over with nobody. All I asked them, I'm wow. like, what's the camera angle look like? I'm like, oh, I just had my YouTube. Nice. Um, 
The okay. I'm sorry. All right, Mason. so backstory on this. Last year, Mason and I both ran out of mythical money. Yes. We bet it all, we lost it all. And so Greg and Jorge made a deal with us that we Should could ice water out. It's cold. It's cold. Trust me. No, it was room temperature for about an hour and a half. I had it just Well, it feels there. cold. But um so uh they said if you would be willing to unsuspectingly Not even touch his hair. Dump a bucket of water on someone who works there. You can have a hundred thousand dollars back in mythical money. So I did it to sleep unannounced. I didn't tell anybody. I didn't even tell Mason. And I was wondering when and then Mason, after he saw me do it, felt like, okay, now I have to do it. So he went and did it to David you Kent. You did it to Kent. Yeah. And David Kent got him back like that day. Yeah, no, he I just said David, come and, in and dump and something on Slee, my head. Slee has been waiting in the wings, and I knew this was gonna happen one day. So Slee, question. Yeah. When you walked over here <laughs> yeah. telling a story, nothing. Had you weren't thinking about. Then you could have dumped it directly. No, I was just going to wait till like one ten ish. I had my water, and the water was going to come. I will <laughs> <Nice>. say, <laughs> this, is, this is worse than when I went in that pool and used a t-shirt right there. I got a t-shirt for you, Free Tal. My apologies. My apologies. Oh, I, yeah, I don't have an ass sleeve. Well, that was part this of it too. I was like, I just give him an ass sleeve shirt. Ass ass well. yeah. shirt. Yeah, here, wipe that up there so we don't get it on the. Mix. That was great. I uh, just wish you would have upped the ante a little because it was like kind of a tit for tat, right? Like he got you with water, you got him. Oh, you're like you're, I wanted like no, pudding no, or something. You yeah. ordered up the game. Yeah, no, no you're you're uh, Sean Connery in The Untouchables. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Put, he puts one of your guys in the Percent hospital. One you put more. one in the morgue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to just turn it up a little. By the bit. way, it looks like I wet my pants. <laughs> yeah, that was actually a pretty. It's a good shot. Big no, I, I, but he didn't even get his face. Uh, yeah, oh no, he's got, pretty. I'm pretty soaked. <laughs> I, yeah, oh good job, Sleeve. My apologies, Sleeve, My apologies man. No, no, we had yeah. to do it. We I had know, to do I it. Had to do it. Had to do it. I actually, actually know how you feel. I felt horrible after I did it to you. Yeah, you shouldn't um, feel terrible. Actually, I don't feel he that did bad. it to you. No, I don't feel no, that no, bad. You should yeah. not feel. No. You had a bit bad. You had yeah. one in the bank that you even needed had to in mind. I'm like, I'll bring the guy a towel. Yeah. The guy a towel. Yeah. Nice yeah. I, I, I think I, would, I did that for you too. I, I would not have brought coming. you a towel. I would have made sure the water was head, ice cold. Yes. I think these headphones may be uh, done for the day. <laughs> good, good job, Slee. Way to go, Slee. He can go off the Joshua Tree with his ledger squared. This is wet. Super Crosstalk is powered by In and Out Burger. That's what a hamburger is all about. Ireland's going to draw off, and we'll see you tomorrow. I mean,